Chapter 8 The remaining weeks of February were the longest Hannah had ever endured. A cold spell set in, and the temperature hovered just above freezing. She tried to forget the fact that Will was in Lake Purdue, living just minutes away from her, but restlessness tugged at her. She felt as if she'd been on a bland diet for years, and someone had added a little seasoning to her food, making her suddenly aware of what she'd been missing. Outwardly, she went about business as usual, getting her car fixed, going to work each morning, doing the children's hour at noon, and chatting with Mr. Lawson on the days he came in. But inside, she was a wreck. Jenny persisted with attempts to discover the reason behind Hannah's pensive mood, Although Hannah assured her it was nothing more than the winter blahs, the other woman never let up. One Wednesday in March, Jenny fixed the two of them a cup of hot chocolate and brought them out front before saying, The only way to lift your spirits, Hannah, is to get out a little more. Hannah looked up from the computer where she had been logging returned books back into the system. I'm happy with my life as it is, Jen. Why would I want to change it? Jenny gave an unladylike snort. You haven't looked all that happy to me lately. Anyway, it's not natural, I tell you. A young girl like you, never getting out and having fun. In the six years I've known you, 28 hardly makes me a young girl, Hannah interrupted quickly. Well, you've got your whole life ahead of you. Since Sarah moved into Meadow Spring, the only people you ever see are me and the people who come and go in this library. Hannah made a note to repair the spine of one of the books. If that's true, then it's by choice. Besides, you ought to be working on your own social life. Shouldn't there be a man at home waiting for you every night? The other woman rolled her eyes. At least I'm looking. I've got my bingo game every Tuesday night, and then there's the ladies' breakfast club every Thursday morning. How much looking is a woman supposed to do? Hannah thought of Henry Lawson. He was the only person capable of making Jenny Dudley tongue-tied. She smiled and said, Maybe you aren't looking in the right places. Maybe not, but we can look together on Friday. Mr. Tyree down at the county building called yesterday afternoon. There's a fundraiser at the firehouse Friday night. He's expecting both of us to be there as a show of support. Hannah looked up from the cards she'd been sorting. What? Friday night. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's perfect if you ask me. You might actually enjoy yourself. Just then, Eight-year-old Mary Jane Kelly scuffed up to the front desk in sneakers that squeaked against the linoleum floor and plopped her books on the countertop. Jenny smiled at the little girl, thanked her for returning the books, and then continued on in a nonchalant voice. At least it won't be boring. Will Kincaid's agreed to be there. Fire department's hoping to sell a lot of tickets that way. It's nice of him to donate his time, don't you think? Jenny's last words were lost on Hannah. She'd heard nothing other than that Will Kincaid would be there. He'd be there, and she would not. I don't think I'll be able to go, Jenny. I- Oh, no, you don't, Jenny said, wagging a finger at Hannah. 
Mr. Tyree said mandatory attendance, and I'm not going to cover for you. Do you think I'm passing up this opportunity to get you out of that house of yours? Uh Uh-uh. Hannah pressed her hand against her forehead. How would she face Will Kincaid after what had happened the last time they met? How many times since that afternoon had she relived the scene, berating herself for letting her emotions get so close to the surface? She couldn't see him again. She couldn't. But she didn't have a choice. She didn't have a choice, and she could forget all about any help she might otherwise have gotten from Jenny.